Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The program reflects the pressure felt by the club and its fans and viewers are warned it contains strong language. Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast and to look back at a, a special one-off episode which was aired after Premier Passions, it's the uh, the Premier Pressure episode uh, which aired on the eve of the 1999-2000 season. Can Sunderland make an impression on the Premier League a second time around and will Peter Reid splash the cash where he failed to do two seasons earlier? Mm. Once again I'm joined by Matt Keelan and Gareth Barker. Hello. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> Very French. All right, Lionel. A little nod to Lionel there. There's absolutely no Perez in this episode. No, there isn't. No. He, missed, he missed the boat, didn't he? Missed Did. the boat. Well, Although good. I'm trying to think what the French is for boat. Completely gone. Le boat. Le, yeah. But yeah, that. Le, Le boat. How are we doing then? Everyone all right? Yeah, good. Been at work. And then came Grafton. home, yeah, graft. I know. Three-day week, though. Depending on with, when this goes out, it might already be my weekend. Brilliant. That's fantastic, that. What about you, Gareth? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can you say? I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> I've been out of the house um, about four times. Uh, what was it like? Because um, obviously you've you've, quite you've, warm. you've been you've been shielding. yeah I have been you've been we've been shielding, um, and yeah went out um, to <laughs> the uh, very on brand for me. I've been <laughs> to three places. Um, two of them uh, were beer places to buy beer, and the other was the butchers. So, um, so treat myself to a trip to Penshaw Butchers, uh, the best butchers in a DH postcode, in my opinion. Um, and then I also went down to Port Beer House. Check wow. that if you, if you haven't been down there, get yourself down there. Went there on my birthday. I so I kind of technically brought the shielding early because my birthday was the 28th of July and, and it was the 1st of August. But I thought there's probably not a lot going to change. But, you know, wore a mask and all that. Went in, poor beer house. Got myself um, a growler. Thousands. Got myself a growler and some 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 cans. And I've also been down uh, to the Hopknocker, which is in Gilesgate <laughs> in Durham. <laughs> so if you've never been to the Hopknocker before, does the wife know about that one, Gareth? Yeah, I would re- <laughs> I would recommend. Um, it's a nice little sort of. Uh, Got, they've got pumps in there, so you can have a pint in there. They've got a few tables, but they've also got a lot of um, fancies, as I like to call them. Um, fancies. Fancies. Um, so if you like your fancies, um, so that's something that's uh, got an elaborate can um, that is probably about four, right. five, four or five pounds a go, and yeah. oftentimes is about 9% or something. Then 
you know, that's the places for you, your poor beer houses of this world, the hop knockers. So, yeah, I would recommend a visit to all of those three premises. Um, yeah, but that's it for me. That's it, you go now. That's it, yeah, yeah, that's it. That fine, to be fair, that, that, endorsements. Fine, well, wearing a ma- fine wearing a mask as well. It's not, it's, oh yeah, it's not it's that bad. Fine. So I don't know why people garn on. Just put it on, sure up, it's fine. I, I, I utilised the, uh, the snood method for um, for mask. Just because I've got loads of them anyway through through running and cycling. I've got like thousands of my drawers. So they're, they're just dotted dotted around the car and, and the house. So I'm, I'm never like without a snood. But that's... Uh, that that that's fine. Just wear it like a neck scarf when you're in between shops and pull it up. Yeah, absolutely. Fine. Don't know what people are moaning about. And it contains stuff and means you can smell your own breath after a couple of seconds, which is also also really pleasant if you've had something nice for lunch. So well, sure I've got I've got glasses, so like the the steam the steam <laughs> oh, yeah. up. But like you once it's like kind of reg it kind of regulates itself well, after a while, and then it's fine. What you, what you could do to to, to you know, de-steam your glasses is just pop them on your forehead yeah, agree yeah. <coughs> yeah absolutely that top tip tried and tested that <laughs> so premier pressure yeah let's talk about that it was fight, terrible. yeah, yeah we avoid yeah we've avoided so, talking about it because um didn't realize how what 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 was the exact point you realized it was going to be terrible um uh, um, fairly early in well, yeah. when when was, Mark Lawrenson started narrating it really there yeah. was there was, a, it was about five minutes in where I was like oh there's a couple of points and we'll get to it but it was the basically they didn't flag up any of the games no at any point no so it was just like the 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 football was such a, a huge like the matches were such a huge part of Premier Passions and like you know, it, there was a rhythm to it. You know, you build up to the match, then you then you had the match, then you had the post match. This was just a mess of kind of match action interviews, not actually referring directly to the match. The match and, was uh, a, I think it was a reserve game at the stadium. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, it's Derby. I think it was. Was it? Yeah. So it was when when we went to that period of getting literally thousands yeah. for reserve games. So it was like it'd be like twenty four thousand fans there for the Pontons. Right. Pontlands mm. League. I saw Steve Bruce on the opposite dugout as well. So was that a Sheffield United game? Bruce Sheffield United. But I, I can't remember which. But that season, was Sheffield United around that time, wasn't it? That season, though, like we we played Sheffield United around Christmas, I think, and Michael Bridges absolutely like, like, destroyed retired, him. Retired Steve that, Bruce. Yeah, he, he retired Steve Bruce, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. He could have been at any. Place then he he had, he had lots of jobs in the Huddersfield yeah Crystal Palace yeah and he had that went through that phase of like kind of flirting between them didn't he like, yeah not not in the Ashington sense of floating between jobs but he like, <laughs> kind of sacked them off and went yeah. to another club and then like he, I know he went back to Wigan didn't he after yeah. spending tw- twelve days there or something yeah, yeah. I actually forgot what this program was about I conflated um, the last episode of Premier Passions with this. Because yeah. obviously the last yeah. episode of yeah, Premier absolutely. Passions, um, and then when it came on, I was like, "Oh, we got promoted." I didn't yeah. realise so that this... uh, we on our way goes as far back as this as well, because all singing it, um, like on the podium yeah, when they got yeah. the championship. And I didn't realise it went back as like to, as far as twenty years. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. Well, yeah, I remember it from around around that time. Um, so it it. It went out two days before the start of the season, so it was aired on a, on BBC One on fifth of August, nineteen ninety nine. Um, so since we did it for the last episode, uh, for the last series, anyway, should we should we should we have a have a guess at what number one was that week? Nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine August, nineteen ninety nine. Right. Was it? So to put it in some kind of historical context, was when me and Gareth were waiting for our GCSE results. Right well, I was, right, well, I was seven. <laughs> so was it? We, we were. Was it blue? Dabba dee, dabba die. That's a good shout. That's a really good shout. That that was a little bit later that mm. year, but um, it was it wasn't. But it was it was like September that came out. Um, because I, I remember going to sixth form and it was being out, and everyone was like, 
loving it. Ninety nine, mm. I feel like it'll be like take that of the Spice Girls or something like that in that realm. Mm. Well, it's close in terms of a boy band link. It was uh, it was Ronan Keating. Oh, when you say nothing at all, yeah. which was taken from the soundtrack to Notting Not Hill. Hill. So also in the chart that week was uh, Living La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Mm. Better Better Off Alone by Alice DJ. There, there's a 9pm. 9pm by ATB Great. and Boom 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 by Venga Boys. Would rather listen to any of these than watch Premier Pressures. <laughs> so those all the tunes are pretty good, to be fair, if you're at like, uh, <laughs> some sort of... Uh, you know, party and you know, party. Few, you know, <laughs> your you wedding, your wedding, you know, like a wedding, a wedding thing. It's like it's wedding disco, yeah, classics. wedding disco classics. Um, yeah. Number one in the box office that week. Any guesses for that? American Pie. No, not on hill. <laughs> no, that was earlier on in the year. It was uh, Austin Powers. Powers. Yeah, I was about to say this pie was shagging me. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. that one. So, Rather at, have Max at this Power. point. At this point, Gareth and I had our um, virgin. Oh yes, yeah. not because we not because of virgin. we had we had unlimited access to uh, the Bolden Cinema. A virgin mega pass would be, if in that context, would be a bit of an oxymoron, be wouldn't doubt. it? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought, yeah. So we 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 did a few times where we did like three films a day. Yeah, it was great. That was the era of the mega pass. Fifteen quid a month. It was. And yeah, you'd go and see, because I think it was a tenner a month for midweek, and if you paid 15, you got to go on the weekends as well. And you could literally go yeah. and see um, like all the films all day. It was great. That doesn't, that doesn't appeal to me, that. And you've only seen five films. You're basically Michael Owen. You're Michael I am, yeah. <laughs> I just thought films, like, not, not films, not for me. <laughs> Mr. Bean, funny. There's some great films out that year, though. Well, I say great. Um, Cruel Intentions, that was out. That was good. Uh, Star Wars, Episode 1. Episode 1, Phantom Menace, that yeah. Yeah. American Pie did come out that year. I'm sure it did. Did it? And I'm sure it came out at the same take time. You, take your word for it. Yeah. So, Premier Pressure. Yeah. Maybe oh, not people. Not many people it. remember it <laughs> because it was produced by BBC North East and Cumbria. Um, so was it not, not on? Of Premier Passions. So was it not on yeah. nationally? Was it just on in no, the North East? No. It was North East only. So it was made by like the people who make Look North. Yeah, yeah I thought because so, when you watch the when you watch the um, the, the clip on YouTube, it, it, North East and Cumbria. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, intro bit yeah that comes on so like you can imagine the editors of it kind of taking time off from from editing whatever's going on and look north and then kind of our oh, well, best do this premier pressure because it goes out in two days well maybe it was fred <laughs> maybe fred no no fred in this which, well there's no anything in no. this really was well there? no it's fred. just just terrible there like, is really, like there is, there, is a, there is a night the the middle the middle bit's actually there's about a fifteen minute bit where it's it's quite good, and then that but the bits either side of it are rubbish. This is a so, bit like watching Sunderland now, isn't it? Really, like the bit where yeah. it gets to like um, like Martin Smith and like um, you know, Science Steve Bold, all that kind of bit. It's quite yeah, that bit's quite interesting, but the rest of it's like mm. um. You know, it's very regional. Yeah, it does feel really regional. <coughs> it does, yeah. It does. Production standards aren't. What I would ask is quite amateurish, like, really. What, isn't why it? Is expect like Paul Paul Mooney to pop yeah. up at something? something <laughs> to do like to do the weather and get the <laughs> weather around. <laughs> well, I was yeah. I was expecting. Well, he's, uh, he's great. Him. I was expecting <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> I was expecting Robbie Coltrane to rock up at any point because the music is like incidental music from Cracker. Have you noticed? Cracker, that, but like, Cracker, Cracker's high quality. Yeah, it is, no. but like it, but it. The music is basically incidental music from a like a British detective yeah. drama. Yeah. 
Sunderland Football Club. It's distinguished by the depth of its support and the depths of despair felt by its supporters. So I was expecting like, like Paul Mooney with a yeah, I was expecting Peter Reid to sign, you know, do a deal for Robbie Coltrane. So it, you know, if he was available for yeah. the right price, obviously. Um, <laughs> well, he's, he's got to shift a little bit of weight. I'm not paying that. <laughs> Can do 70, can do a job for us. Yeah, seventy five grand. Not paying that. <laughs> not paying that. Not paying that for him. Thirty seven. Um, but no, yeah, Paul Mooney, best ever. Well, Paul Mooney was a weatherman. He was. And so he's is, the best. Uh, he's the best weatherman in the northeast as well. He's the only Bob one, Johnson, really. Bob, well, Bob Johnson's retired, so it's him. And he's he does he does the classic kind of. Uh, Say what you see, weather report, which you don't really actually need for weather because you can see what the weather is. You want to know what the weather's going to yeah. be. Just download. I don't think um, grasps that. Just download. He, he just kind of get, He's not very good at doing the weather. Wait, he once he once said in a weather report, "There's lots of weather this weekend." Yeah. Which, Imagine which, if do you think he like logged in and gone, "Bloody hell!" <laughs> <laughs> you seen all that blood? I mean, weather. You have pro- logged in, haven't you, Paul? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> I mean, weather is permanent. Well, he's got one of that. He doesn't. You can't really deny yeah, that. He doesn't use a. That's true. Well, he doesn't use a, um, a. He doesn't use any kind of forecasting equipment other than like you remember those stones that you get on the like, outside of garages and stuff, like a weather stone like, hanging from a chain. I don't remember that. Hang on, how is he? How is he? How has he got this job? Because he always gets Literally the weather wrong. Else wants to do it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. What's the weather like, Paul? Oh uh, well, it's raining. <laughs> Just re- exactly, just... that's it. He looks outside the window mm. and goes, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, snowing." Tell oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, I've got dandruff. No, that's not snow. That's, it's like, but it, that's like not what you watch the weather for. He spends more time telling you what the weather's been like. That exactly. That's it. So we know this. That's, like we know we have already lived through not today. The point. And like, here's some viewers' pictures. Here's like yeah. John in Amble. Yeah, a picture of his garden. Uh, weather, Brian are, in Ashington. Are weather people the um, the j- original sort of ITKs? I think they're con men. They are? Because they're just, they're, they're, they're just lie and get it wrong. <laughs> it's like having horoscopes. It's as appropriate as having horoscopes because there's very much, very little science behind it other than like, <laughs> like close range weather. Close range weather, you can you can kind of tell, you can predict how that. Like if you go work. outside, like if you open your door, for yeah. Example. But I can do that. I don't yeah, <laughs> a cl- you can see <laughs> a cloud. It's going to rain. Yeah. No, yeah. like, this is like it's just he just guesses. I mean, fair play. He's blagged his way. He's blagged his. Well, he got that one spot on, didn't he? That's that's Mooney. That spread a rumor around the the, the weather fraternity. He everyone, is. Everyone bought it. Starting rumors. He's. Like a journal, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he had absolutely nothing to do with this, by the way. There's a few, ju- a few just, journals, just a few journals in the in this few journal bits. Um, yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is a few journal um, journal pieces. Not um, not that many shirts. No, no. It's time we moved on. I mean, no. you know. Well, it's, it's yeah. time. So. It kind of like the, the first, the opening gambit of the episode is Peter Reed basically making a massive, of uh, admission, like a, a confession that he's dropped bollocks left. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> we've so that, missed. That was his kind we of have missed. Earnest assessment of. We have missed some good bits before we've got to that, Richard. I would argue, but go on. Have we? That no. Well, he, he just says it in the in like kind of the preview bit. Does he? Oh, I, I must have missed that bit. Then. The it's later on. Then yeah, he says I dropped bollocks left, yeah, right, yeah. and centre. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we get we don't have Gina McKee as commentator now, um, as narrator, shall I say. We've got Mark Lawrenson, um, who at this stage was in his full kind of seventies porn star look with the, with the 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 bouffant and the uh, the super straining mustache. Um, so that's like kind the of Pete Lawrenson, but there's no like what you expect from Mark Lawrenson. There's a nice bit of character, a little bit of sarcasm, because you know he invented. The you know the yeah. this is good dot 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 not but there's none of that I was expecting like Sunderland are the greatest football team in the Premier League it's very <laughs> no it's, it's very wooden isn't it 
Yeah, yeah, it's just it's it is stilted. Um, that 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 that's what gave me the kind of first impressions that this might not be as as, as kind of box office as as the the series that preceded it. No. So uh, the, the, the first bit that kind of tickled me was uh, the celebrations in the in the changing room when they when they get promoted, and uh, someone's just about just about to spray champagne everywhere. And Bobby Saxton was like, "Don't waste it, drink it." <laughs> yeah, that's good. Very of its, its like, time. The, the what? The wine connoisseur. I mean, it, if you've ever been to like a talk-in with uh, Bobby Saxton, he does mind sweep at the end of the night. Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a lie, by the way. I mean, but you know, I'm just you know, don't waste that. Don't waste that. Just going around the tables, neck in it. So he can't do that, obviously, at the moment due to COVID. So it's a bit of a disappointing time Drinking for Bobby. Drinking the drip tray. Yeah. Where he's fuming now. He must be, he must be old now. Price so thousands. Must be, must be a fair age. Sure he's, uh, he's great, though. Yeah, like, he's great. We, the last one I went to with him, he was just sat at the bar drinking gin, which uh, I got on board with. Fair play. Fair play, man. Is, um, one thing I noticed from like the, the the dressing room scenes is that there's lots of just men. Yeah, They're not the players, but there's like loads of staff around where there wasn't in Premier Passions. Maybe because it's got they've got a bigger changing room now, so these these kind of hangers on can can hang on a little bit. More. Yeah, maybe it was the start of let's give some jobs to just men, which sort of yeah. plagued the club throughout the 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 twenty years after this episode was was shown. Who's that? Oh, he's just a man who does some coaching. Yeah, he's like, he's never coached us in his life. He's <laughs> but he's there. <laughs> well, he's seven. Yeah, he's seventy. He's seventy-six. Oh, you could be looking at Bobby. I thought he was Bobby older Saxton. than that. He's seventy-six. So, so he was only so when so when Premier Passions was on. Bobby Saxton was sort of like. F- in his early fifties. Well, do you know what's yeah. interesting? That is, is that hilarious. He, he played for Derby between nineteen sixty two and nineteen sixty eight. So he probably it looks as though um he's basically been binned for Dave Mackay when Brian Clough and Peter Taylor took over. Oh, so right. they, Brian Clough and Peter Taylor took over in nineteen sixty seven. Um, mm. And in and they were promoted in 1969. So he probably start. It he yeah. was at Derby County until 1968. So he would have been there just as Clough came in. So that's quite. Oh well, I just thought that was that quite is. a nice little footnote. Where did he? Where did he go after that? Plymouth Argyle. Oh well, and, yeah, and he played play. two hundred and thirty games in seven years for Plymouth Argyle, scoring seven goals as a defender. Obviously, oh, well. I mean, I was going to say he's a good striker then. Four hundred and eighteen, four hundred and eighteen games. He is an interesting well. little thing that I didn't know. In nineteen ninety one, he was caretaker manager of Newcastle United. Fuming about this now. Didn't know this at all. So there's Sneaking an interesting grass, little yeah. thing, isn't it? It's minging that. So that would have been after. I don't even. I don't even care about who was Newcastle. Jim, Jim, Jim Smith, maybe. Just a man. Jim Smith. Oh well, that could have been. No, yeah, because that was the playoffs, wasn't it? Might have been Jim Smith's assistant then. Because which Smith was the manager when right. we beat them in the playoffs, wasn't he? It gives you no. In ninety. Uh, maybe. Ninety-one. It gives you no real. Uh, no real, um, it just doesn't really say it. Is it one of them Wikipedia pages where it's all just a page? Yeah, and it doesn't even mention that he was assistant at Sunderland, so it's, you know, it's nothing even it's on there for him, really. What a shame. But anyway, there oh, well. you go. Bobby Saxon's a mag. He would have thought it. <laughs> so around this time of the episode, does like kind of it oscillates between different games? I have no idea where the away game was. Was it Burnley, maybe? I don't know. That they keep showing. I was trying to understand what it was what was happening. Yes, it, do you know what it would have been? Pre season friendly. We played Burnley in that pre season. Yeah. Um I remember. Right. Yeah. 
I remember. I'm so sure the kind of main footage that they use is Burnley and a, and a reserve game. Yes, and then the Great. I think the crowd footage at the stadium where that lass is booting off, shouting "Get him off! Get him off!" Um, <laughs> is for, oh, yeah. I think that's from um, the last game of the season against Birmingham, where we'd obviously already like had a hundred points or whatever. So oh, yeah. points, that'd be so. funny if that was the reserve game. Get him off! Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's only 17. Get out of shite. <laughs> shite. Right, to be fair, it's probably me. Just like now, really. But, yeah. <laughs> but they, al- they also filmed um, the Sampdoria game as well. Um, Kevin Ball. No, that was crap game. as well. I, I don't... I don't... I can't remember if I was at that. Well, I was. I remember oh, Kevin well, Ball missing the penalty and it was really funny. Before before the um, Sampdoria game as well, I'm sure there was like um, a game between two celebrity teams and Peter Reid played in it and it had like... He did. I'd had like Kevin Webster from um, Coronation Street and that played in it, and other people from Coronation Street and things like that. Brilliant. So, yeah, you know, Peter Reid definitely played in that. Yeah, Peter Reid played. I think uh, Handy Pete. Andy played. Handy Andy. Which might Ralph have. Little. He might have. Like that. Do you know what I think? <laughs> Tom, Handy you know Andy what? might have. I think Tommy Walsh did did play in it. I think Tommy We've Walsh played in it. But anyway, we have had this conversation. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Anyway, We've yeah, he did. Had this conversation. Tommy, we need, Tommy Walsh. We need to get it checked out. Tommy Walsh came on for Sampdoria. Gareth, Google it. <laughs> Tommy Walsh came on for Sampdoria. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know um, Eric Eric Roar came on in the uh, in that game well, in the second for Tommy half. Walsh. Um, and everyone was like going on about it, so it might have been the same for them. Everyone was like, "Who's this bloke, Eric Wah?" And then. Um, yeah, for the, it was like such loads of Sampdoria fans were like, "Is it Tommy or Welsh?" Eh? Like that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Tommy Welsh? And, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I was there. So there was some Sampdoria fans next next to it, so it's exactly how it planned out. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Well, Tommy yeah. Walsh has an Italian grandmother, so one of the qualifiers. Yeah, could have played for the Italian team. Yeah, one exactly. of the, one of the great um, great lines from Bob Murray um, in all of the Premier Passions and Premier Pressure um, takes place in this episode where he says, if you make crisps, you make crisps. And yeah. we make yeah. football. <laughs> yeah. That's, um... <laughs> if you make crisps, yeah. you make crisps. I mean, he's right. He's, try- he's trying to say that, like, we make Premier League football. Like, Premier League should be, should be the only thing that we do. But it's obviously not how football works. But I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, we've learned that way that it's not how. Football works. No, no, no. We'd be fine. What about the crisps? Well, the delegated. I mean, like crisps. To be of fair, all the, of all the things, crisps. Do you reckon he'd start yeah. thinking? He was like looking around the room, and there was like John Ficklin was in the <laughs> so corner with like a, some like. <laughs> Salt and shake, and he's like, he's got the little blue packet in his hand, and he's like, uh, "You make uh, crisps. <laughs> um, you make crisps. Um, cans of Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. Gets a lovely mention uh, from Peter Reid as well. Get a mention, it does, eh? yeah, yeah. That, that le- that's starting to make me think that that there's some kind of deal deal going on <laughs> between, <laughs> yeah. between the Budweiser Brewery Company and Peter Reid, because to to get that many Budweiser mentions." Across, across a channel like the BBC that has absolutely no promotion of of of, of, well, of advertising or anything like that. I He's managed that. I wondered about that same thing, and I'm now gonna check something. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> was read okay. the Budweiser frog. Read the Bud. Be, read, no, well, no, because the Budweiser frog. So this actually no, wouldn't we? sense actually because this is 1999 so it must have been the frog first but I was just thinking did it tie in with uh, was up oh yeah maybe yeah maybe it was 1990 it might have been like a Premier League thing it was first aired in December 20 1999 and all Premier Passions predate um, the Mm. time it first aired so it must have been the frogs right um, before all right um, we'll look so into that whether there any so there whether any money crossed hands they're probably like the most heavily like commercially marketed 
B, wasn't it? Well, yeah, well, uh, yeah. So maybe that's what. Maybe it's just terrible B. Terrible B. Yeah. Maybe it's just in people's. Yeah, around that time it was like. Coors. It was, it was huge, wasn't it? Not Coors Light. Well, I mean, I wasn't Coors. buying it at the time because I was seven. Budweiser. And that. It was like Budweiser, Carlin, and Foster's. Mm. Those are the there were other. La- there were there were definitely yeah. other lagers of the time that are probably gone now. Oh yeah. Just um. Yeah, they're all they're all dead now. Just speaking vim- of which, Vimto for me back then. R- Rolling Rock. Which was being made yeah. at the Vox factory. That was a a, th- yeah. a beer of the time. But I remember that yeah, whole. Remember. Oh, we went. Yeah. Carry on, Richard. Sorry. No, no. So we, we we I don't know if you went on that the school trip to Vox. Um, I think I half did. the school went to Nissan and half the school went to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I went to um, Samsung. Well, it wasn't Samsung. Then it was LG. I think it was LG. Oh, so I think right, I went yeah. well so maybe not half then, it might yeah. be the third. But it was like business week where we all did business yeah. stuff. Business. Bus- um, very businessy. Uh, we had a trip to Vox and like walked around walked around the, the site and everything. I remember seeing like bottles of like not Vox beers and there was like hooch being bottled there as well. It was was really confusing. Didn't uh, Vox make Tuborg as well? For a while. I think they did. Because they sponsored one they, of the kids. Yeah, yeah, it was like one of the, it was a Lecoq Sporty for Wake It, wasn't it? Yeah. The blue one, is that yeah. right? Uh, I can't remember. Nice tube, though. Yeah, it is. It's lovely. But yeah, um, Vox kind of features quite heavily in this one because yeah. by the time this episode comes out, Vox are no more. They've, they've, the plant's closed down. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise that there was still an offer on the table from, from their owners, Swallow Hotels, um, to, to sponsor Sunderland. That would have been an absolute disaster of a decision, well, considering the, I remember the, depth, the, the depth of feeling it was at the time. Oh, yeah. I remember the fume around at the t- like when it brought it back because people were like absolutely kicking off about the fact we could have swallow on the front of the shirts, and people were yeah. like absolutely not having it at all. Um, yeah, did not go down very well at all. Yeah, I remember that actually. I do remember the fume around that, like people were going like they wouldn't actually go to the match if. If um, Swallow has sponsored the club because of the, well, everyone the rightly hated them. Yeah. Still hate them yeah. now, me. That that comes quite late or in the episode, actually. Yeah. <laughs> there's not that much structure. There's not no, going to be much structure to this, well, this show. Well, there's no structure. structure well, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so we, we can kind of keep picking pertinent points out of it. Um, nice to see Tommy Porter again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the the few people that have featured in both Premier Passions and uh, and Premier Pressure ever present. Um, and there's a um, there was a um, like those three kids, yeah, that are a little bit like kind of shy and probably not the best TV. A bit of a waste of time. Ready people, yeah, but better than the the science teacher from Premier Passions. Well, yeah, <laughs> instantly. To better. be fair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they say that Kevin Ball's too rough. He's too old, yeah. Mm. Um, which is classic, like something that Dar said. Yeah, he just repeated it. Yeah, because the camera's in front of them. one of them. Does oh, we did. Say, we did um, pedal him not long after. To be fair, one of them does say that um, we've got a good goalkeeper now. So another dig. We another, have one with dig. arms. Another dig yeah. at Lionel. Yeah, uh, he wasn't once, after once his time. I remember Perez fondly for his save during that season on Premier Passions. The <laughs> save for the cameras. The one, yeah, that that save at uh, at Nottingham Forest. Oh no, the, the one at Middlesbrough, wasn't it? His save, the save he made. Uh, yeah. The one thing about this episode is that then the name all of the fans, like in full. So I, I had no idea what the names of the the fans in the in the in Premier Passions were, but. We get their full names, so there's one called Stephen Goldsmith, which is quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not not our Stephen Goldsmith, but uh, they kind of just cut him off mid-interview. He's making a point, and then they just cut away to something else. I don't yeah. know if that's like because it was uploaded badly or or, or what. Probably, just, he just he just, he just trails off and then like goes to Bob Murray instead. 
They uploaded the... Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's probably just as well, to be fair, that they're not named in full in the other episode because the man admits to breaking into the stadium of light yeah. when it was yeah. being built. And names all, and names friends. all his friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the security guard. <laughs> So, all right, lads. I'll take that. I'll take that secret to the grave. <laughs> oh no, it's on BBC One. <laughs> well, it's good to see um, an early appearance from Stephen Goldsmith, though, wasn't it? it? Looked a lot different back then. Like you just said that. Oh, did you? No, I wasn't. I wasn't listening properly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What were you doing? Do you want? Do you want to know what I was doing? What? I was trying to find I'm out. I was trying to find out which beers were brewed at. Um, Forks that weren't. <laughs> I mean, that weren't. Uh, that weren't. Um, Vogue's so, so don't make Rolling Rock anymore. That's what I've learned. Nineteen ninety six. Two thousand and six. I making Rolling Rock. Apparently, so I don't know. Who knows? Thanks for that. It's all right. Just, like, yeah. just letting you know. Good. We'll, we'll, we could do a side pod on beers they don't make anymore. Good. And we could Lampton's, do another another one of the beers we wish they didn't make yeah. anymore. They still make Lamptons at uh, the Maxim Brewery. They do. Do they? Yeah. 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 So there you go. The only thing the Maxim Brewery kind of does in, in any great bulk is, is double Maxim. Yeah. It's the only, that's the only one from their brewery you can get. I know you can get Swedish Blondons, but you can't get Blond. it in. Like in Lamp- most, Lamp- is quite popular in like pubs. Loads yeah. of pubs have Weatherspoon's had it on, for yeah. a while. I don't know if they still do it. They do the um, Max- Maximus bottles. You got you see the Maximus bottles oh, yeah. quite often. So Richard is just talking rubbish. See, so you're wrong, Richard. Really talking rubbish. Yeah, to be honest, talking a shite. What about waggle? What about waggle dance? That's uh, what it is, is it? I don't know what that is. Waggle Dance was a Vox was a Vox beer, wasn't it? I don't think so. I don't know. Waggle Dance. I'm pretty sure it was. So you might as well Google it, Gareth. As soon as I um. Oh, I can't yeah. be bothered. I thought it was on. I'm sure it was on a shirt. Waggle Dance. No. This is how bad. This is how bad no. this the no. episode was. It's <laughs> <Just, just laughs> <No>. terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. We'll just pick out another thing. Bob well, Murray's warning of a financial issue with with other clubs and saying that he, they're gonna they're gonna put a watchdog on them. So he's kind of predicting that that the whole kind FPP of or system was gonna fall in. Mm. That, that's it. He was predicting FPP, FFP, uh, and a salary cap before. Like an eight year old Chris yeah. Weatherspoon, like yeah. absolutely loving this episode when yeah. he predicted that. Big tweet thread there was after this episode from me and Chris. <laughs> yeah. It was just a series of like postcards, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like bits of string attached. To them. <laughs> it's still that to be fair where where he lives. So stuck on the fridge. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, it gets to post twice a week. There's an um, Lee Clark appearance, isn't there? there with the incident. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this has happened just after the after the incident. So he's been he's been well, it's not just after because it was the end of that preceding season when they went when at the end the FA Cup final yeah it's weird seeing him in a, um, like the A6 gear like with Reg Vardy on Clark like when he's walking around the the canteen yeah and he's yeah because uh, like, obviously he never played in that season at all it's weird seeing him in the uh, in the different attire that we had then yeah yeah so he, he left for three million to uh to Fulham, I guess to play under uh, Kevin Keegan again. Mm-hmm. Um, by that stage, I was gutted then, about this. And they got rid of, well, they got rid of Bridges as well. Yeah. You know, for five million, yeah. so they made eight million quid before the before Ball had even been kicked. I didn't realise the incomings were that great because well, Bridges was our record have... like incoming fee until we sold Henderson. I think. Yeah, yeah, that would be. I mean, that's that probably right. wrong. Because you know no, no, my track record is right uh, not very good with getting things right, but I was gutted when Clark left. To be to be fair, mm. I really liked him. I thought he was great. Um, yeah, he was such a huge part of that team coming up. Well, he was. And you think he would have? You could tell he was ready. For, you know, obviously Premier League class. He, he, that was obvious. He, he played there before with Newcastle, so it was no, there was no question that he'd be able to do it again. Well, yeah, and it was. It, it wasn't. It was just. It was really. 
well, I was gutted because I thought he was great and I was obviously not very old. But, like, it was, it's really frustrating that, like, that happened. I know, obviously, I know. we replaced him. Like, he would, we ended up with Schwartz and that in the middle and they were great. But it would have been interesting to see what he what he would have could have done that season because he was absolutely brilliant in, in Division 1. Um, no, and, like, whatever, well, whatever, like, reputation he's... Like left it in tatters, but like he was brilliant. Like and he never, like hid away. He never once like hid away from the Newcastle roots or used it as any sort of excuse. And he always gave. He gave like nothing yeah. short of a million, the thousands of percent for the for the club. And it was like a shame that like that happened. I think he was sort of stitched up a little bit, wasn't he? But, but uh, well, yeah. So what we should do really now is get him me. as manager. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, he won like, like a thousand games in a row or something, didn't he, with uh, Huddersfield and then didn't get promoted. So, yeah, well, no, they, they went unbeaten for like 50 games but drew loads. Yeah. And then yeah. got sacked. That was like the longest, longest in EFL history or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he signed, Joe, he signed Jordan Rhodes um, for thousands, like literally not many thousands from Ipswich. Um, do you want? I do think you want a Roy fact Kane about sold him for like fifty fifty p a pound. Yeah, go on. Do you want know who his uh, father-in-law is? Is it uh, uncle? Gary Rhodes? Oh, hang on, it's either uncle or father-in-law. Gary Rhodes, his uncle. It's uh, Steve Agnew. One of is them it? standing up uncles. We know yeah, it's... that's 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 why he was linked with Middlesbrough for ages because because. I've just realised Gary Rhodes. I forgot Gary Rhodes is dead. That, that, he is. That, I know. Yeah, he's sad, 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 yeah. sad, sad, Another man. legend of the of the nineties. Um, yeah. And also, there was a lovely little bit where um, on Agnew. Steve Agnew is Jordan Rhodes' uncle. Is that um, <laughs> when uh, Paulie's talking about if you act aloof, you'll you'll just have your legs off. Um, mm. Which is, would have been a blow for Steve Agnew if he was aloof. <laughs> he would not yeah. be it for him. <laughs> he would just be bobbing about. Well, well one of them stand up legs that he's got. <laughs> yeah. Gone. That's it. <laughs> oh no. Well, speaking of having no legs, the, uh, <laughs> Martin, Martin Scott was trying to be a, was was attempting to, to leave the club and he couldn't because he failed a medical. Yeah. Uh, right. Did the old right. the old Harazzi. Yeah, Harazzi. He failed the medical to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think no, he might he might have been released, or well, he, he been told he was surplus. Well, yeah, because he yeah because he uh, he got injured in the Lincoln the season before, mm. and then well he retired didn't he? He was thousands. Yeah. Well, no, he, he might have gone on. No, I think he retired. I don't, I don't think I, I would. I would. I would go out on a limb to say that I don't think he played again after that. I thought game. he went out on a limb. I thought didn't he? he left. Yeah, <laughs> all right, and and went somewhere else. <laughs> well, go on, Gareth. Google it. I am. I'm going to do it now. Gareth, Google. I don't think he played another game after January 1999. Is that because you've looked? You're right. No, I haven't looked. I can't look. I've got like my laptop barely right? works. I don't touch it. It's, it's, yeah, uh, his playing career is is <laughs> one sentence on a, on Wikipedia. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dist- distinguished playing career. Rotherham. It <laughs> wasn't that distinguished. <laughs> uh, was obviously not. Before injury forced him to retire from playing. Yeah, see. That was it. That was and all then, she wrote. Literally all she wrote. The same thing. Like Dick, it happened to Dickie O, didn't he? He left and went to Sheffield United and got like injured in the warm up and never played. Yeah. Or QBR might have been QBR. Never QBR. played for them. Retired. QBR. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where he is now. Uh, Martin Scott, or Dick Yard. I don't think either of them are, are playing now, Richard. No. But one, no. one of the references on uh, Martin Scott's Wikipedia <laughs> page is the Rothmans Football Yearbook, nineteen eighty-seven, eighty-eight. <laughs> so we um, at least yeah. he went out on a high, though. We beat Lincoln one 0 in that game. So yeah. there is that. <laughs> we can't do that now, can we? No. Uh, so yeah, at, at the same time, Andy Melville and Martin Smith left. Um, 
They don't don't reference how much they got for him, so I don't I don't get don't uh, too much money. Uh, Smith went to but Sheffield United, did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. No, I think he, didn't he got did, did he not he, go he to Huddersfield first and then Sheffield United? Yeah, after. maybe, maybe. He only spent like why don't we half a, half a season? I'm sure at one of those one of those clubs and then went on to the other ones. Why don't you after. Google it? <laughs> sure. If you think about kind of the preparation, not the preparation, but the kind of that that squad that went up. He did do a, a lot of kind of work to that in terms of getting rid of, um, you know, binning off, binning off Johnston for not signing a contract extension. Um, the same with Michael Bridges, but getting a decent wage, a decent um, return for him. Getting rid of Martin Scott, Andy Melville, Martin Smith. You know, it was a lot of kind of yeah. players that were part part of that promotion team that have, that would just been moved on he was he was pretty ruthless in that respect and I wonder how old Melville was he had he's, you know he wasn't as reliant on the old guard as he was maybe in 96, 97 okay. um, he went that said that said he brought in Steve Bold so. yeah who was thousands and uh, he was also a very fantastic really signing a well yeah really but he couldn't move um, he uh, he went to Sheffield United played 26 games and scored 10 goals and then Went the following year to Huddersfield, where he played eighty games, scoring twenty nine goals. That's not bad. It's not bad, is it? Really? And then they went to Northampton after that. So it's not bad, is it? No. No. I thought. I thought. I thought he did nothing after us, but you know, he he had a fairly, fairly prolific. Yeah, he was at Northampton for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Thousands. Thousands, yeah, no, thousands. So, along with along with fresh faced thirty six year old Steve Bull for <laughs> half a million quid, they they also signed World Cup winner Thomas Helmer. Oh yeah, um, was he a World Cup winner? I guess he was involved in World no, Cup. No, I think he point. won Euro ninety. <laughs> That's it, European champion. So he he he, he played in he played in that Germany team in Euro ninety six. Yeah, it's quite. He um, it's quite. Uh, Went on to play in the Champions League after he left us. Yeah. Yeah. I think and he might he have looks, won the looks, Champions He looks pretty bewildered from that first pre-season game, doesn't he? Like, half-time, he's just he's struggling to take it all in. He's, it's like he's been hit in the face by it. <laughs> um, just maybe a, a, an, an early sign like a that kind of things weren't going to work out too well for him. <laughs> no, it really... Well, it didn't, did it? Like... <laughs> didn't. No. Didn't work out for him at all. We didn't. Sadly, we could. No. Maybe, well, we could. But I, I remember being. I remember when, when Bold and Helmer both came in. I was. I was really kind of. What was Helmer it. old? Then. Hel- Helmer was like thirty-four. Yeah, uh, so they like, they really they're no pace in that back line. If they well, having said that, Paul Butler played as well. So. Yeah. yeah loved him, though. Nah, he was great. He's great. Built. Uh, what they call it, Butler. Um, another bit from that, that that little section, Danny Diccio was getting massaged by a by a, a mag, like clearly a Newcastle yeah. fan. Not happy about that. Like, would he have kind of snapped his hamstring on purpose or something, or like massaged it wrong so that when he well, runs out of the well, pitch, he's like told him to told him to not uh, shoot against West Ham, maybe to put us top of the league, but you know. Yeah, that could have been that could have been it. At this point, uh we see Kevin Ball. There's um he comments about the stick flying around, <laughs> which made me chuckle. Uh, the stick flying about is frightening. So obviously like that, that Paul Stewart yeah. back from <laughs> yeah. the season before. Yeah. That still stings, doesn't uh, it? Oh uh, that's oh that was so funny that. <laughs> that when when they came in wearing the different kits to me, I was I thought I wanted the ground to swallow me up. What really knocked him is when Tony Corton rang to find out how the yeah, gone. how it went. How it went. <laughs> I heard that was a, the beginning of the end for Ball. Something like that was when he uh, it started to break down <laughs> for him. That's so, why he missed his penalty in his testimonial yeah, because I mean, he was. That, that was it for him. Just really. He was running up and he just in the crowd. popped up like Tony Corton, like. Popped up and oh, oh no, I've missed. 
You saw three different versions of Paul Stewart all wearing different training gear. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> it's like Mo thinking about... Uh, uh, no, Homer thinking about Mo. Yeah. Hey, Homer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, his face. Mo. 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 <laughs> right. So that's the second Simpsons reference I've got in, in, in successive episode. So that's that's great. Um, it's probably a good point to have a, a quick break um, where we'll come back and we'll try to make more sense of of, of um, 47 minutes. There's not much left. There's not, really. there's, there's not, not much, much left, left to talk about. To <laughs> no, it's all right. We'll have a break. We'll have to have a break anyway. It's, it's, we have to. Go on then. Because we'll right. do, do our lucrative sponsorship deal. So we'll be back after this. I'm Stephen Elliott and you listen to the Wise Man Say podcast. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. And once again, we are brought to you in association with From the Terraces, the uh, the Sunderland-based sportswear, clothing, terrace-inspired brand. It's catchy slogan, that, isn't it? Yeah, I never get it right. Well, the, the streetwear. Street you type. may never get <laughs> it. You may never get it right, but From the Terraces always get it right. They knit. Yeah. They've, they've got a great range, and they've got a new range of... Uh, of uh, of city gear um, inspired by by cities around the UK. Start uh, Sunderland are involved. Birmingham, Aston Villa, Leeds, well. your Glasgow's, your Leeds, Leeds of this world. Um, yeah, good. All good gear. Also, they sell masks, I believe, as well. So you yeah, know, they do they sell, sell masks. masks keep, so. uh, they've also um, they've also got a really good podcast, um, which, yes. which I'm I'm involved in. And last week's was. Um, well, hilarious for all the wrong reasons because of more terrible predictions from myself and um, some more, well, no predictions from Rory actually, but obviously Wiseman says Rory Fallow has, uh, is involved in that with me. And uh, we just basically have some cans, talk about football and write some footballers off. Yeah, so if that's if, what you if, want to listen to. If you subscribe... If you subscribe to this podcast and you don't subscribe to From the Terraces, just search for From the Terraces on your your chosen podcast app. Um, get subscribing to that because it's it's it is a nice welcome listen each week. It kind of kicks your weekend off. Um, and it's not just Sunderland they talk. No, about, it's not. Especially they don't actually talk much about Sunderland. <laughs> we try, we try and avoid. Sunderland. We talked last week's was about the Champions League, so you can listen to. If you listen to last week's, you can find out for yourself how just how wrong. My predictions were. I'm looking at you, Sergio Ramos. <laughs> early goal. <laughs> well, all you need is an early goal. <laughs> so back to uh, back to the absolute car crash that is Premier Pressure. Oh, just a minute before before we move on to Premier Pressure. Discount code for what? Oh for, yeah, uh, for, from the W S ten. W S ten. You should really know it by now. But you can. It was quite quite funny on the last the last podcast when we were, when we were plugging from the terraces with the, with the discount code. They had a, a weekend deal where you could get fifteen. Yeah, I was going to say check out their feed yeah. and that because you you know follow them on Twitter at terraces from and you'll be able to see all the. Or you could sign up to the newsletter, I believe, through the website and stuff. So get yourself in and around it to make sure Probably you get agree. the best deal possible. Definitely, they have payment options too, so you don't have to pay it all in one lump. You can. Uh, you can pay by Klarna, which means you can like kind of put it on layaway and forget about it. Then two days before oh, no. you, they'll send you an email. This has happened to me so many times. Remember that nice coat I got for Christmas? Oh, yes, the nice coat. Yeah, yeah it's fe- February when I paid for that. About the same time you paid for your taxi home from Christmas party, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually was. Yeah. Still, still paying for that in many ways. But anyway, yes, discount code WMS10 gets yourself 10% off all of their merchandise. Go and check it out. Premier Pressures, then. Premier, yeah. <laughs> it's finished. Oh, yeah. There's nothing it's left. It's nearly finished, really. I mean, the one, like, the one thing I would like to bring up, um, really, is um, the fitness coach with the soul patch because you can't, <laughs> you can't have a, work in a football club and have a soul patch. <laughs> Like yeah. in the changing rooms, can't. Like, well, I mean, you can, but like he's got he's got to have been 
really heavily bullied for that. And if he wasn't, <laughs> I mean, it's just... I mean... I don't know, maybe he was part of some sort of... Maybe he's around when Paul Stewart was there. There was like a legacy. <laughs> so we all um, had to uh, shave our beards in a certain way. And uh, this week, uh, it was going to be soul patches. So we told uh, everyone it was soul patch and... Obviously, I give the this the special word the this the word which was a uh, skipper. So when I said skipper, everyone knew that they were going to shave in Gordies, and then when the <laughs> fitness coach turned up, he was going to have a soul patch. Um. So yeah, obviously the um the kit man uh, rang up to find out uh, how the joke went. <laughs> so it was like kind of face fuds was was very much of its era. I remember I had it. I had a goatee when I could grow one. Like so, basically between the age of sixteen and a goatee was a, like a twenty absolutely acceptable facial adornment in the late nineties. A soul patch was just never ever allowed. Right, so I'm 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 a bit lost with the vernacular, so I'm gonna have to Google soul patch. A soul patch is like the there. central strand of the beard remains, but the rest of it doesn't. Oh no! Yeah, it's terrible. That is very of its. That's very of its age. Well, I don't know what time is it. What the seventies? I mean, <laughs> the thousands. The... I mean, shall I Google footballers with soul patches and see if anything comes up? Well, yeah, because there's it nothing be else tw- to talk about yeah. in this episode. It could be. It could be a Twitter account. I've just, I've just googled it and uh, BBC weather presenter Paul Mooney has one. <laughs> my um, my new favorite well, Twitter account. My new favorite Twitter account is. Uh, I think it's. 70s football is aging badly yeah. and it's amazing <laughs> so Robert Perez had a soul you tell patch like, they'll have the age next to them right. yeah they do yeah right that makes yeah. oh yeah right yeah he was good though so yeah apart from when Robert he went to Villa Pe- that was yeah, funny right. Robert Perez could pull it off um, but I mean got, we've got a picture of Fabregas with one yeah so it might be an Arsenal thing yeah. David Villa. But so no, like I mean, it's a... Uh, brought him up with them? It's a full par. Are soul patches in style? That's one of the first things that one comes up on Google. What is the point of a soul patch? <laughs> <laughs> Do girls like soul patch? Girls don't like this style of facial hair and they'll judge you if you try to grow it. <laughs> That's what it says on Google. <laughs> Your soul patch makes it look like you're trying way too hard and it doesn't do anything to make you look good. If anything, it brings your attractiveness down a level. That's what it says on, on Google. So, there you go. Um, Man City did a, um, a big article on it in 2015. The Man City Club website did a, an article on, on footballers with beards. Because um, mm. it was National Beard Day. Okay. So... They, they, signed, they said the signing of Nicholas Otamendi took our beard quota in the first team squad back up to two. Maybe beard it's never quarter. been more fashionable to be. Well, it's, it's never been more fashionable to be Hirsute here at City Football Academy. So, Who is their other bearded it goes player? On ex- Don't know. Um, oh. Sure. Uh, um, might have been Nigel de, de Jong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved him. But they had a. They had a what they call it, Steve Island. He had a beard. Yeah, but he wasn't he, there in 2015. He had, like, he had the underchin effort, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Then, I mean, um, yeah, he had kind of had the Ronaldo on the the original Ronaldo on the head, that weird, like, kind of dead rat on the head, but under his chin. Yeah. yeah. So he's, like, upside down. Yeah. Upside down head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Valerie Bodjanov. Bulgarian striker yeah. regularly left an island of fuzz in Soulpatch Town, according to the Man City website. So that's another one. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that would have been accepted at a, at a club like Sunderland, yeah, where they, you know, straddling straddling the eras of of ultra modern and kind of ultra old yeah. school. Um, obviously, it would have gone down all right at Arsenal, um, where where Perez and and Fabregas probably got on quite well with them and it's London so you know you can get it you can get away with having a bit of a, a fresh look down mm. in London but London turning up in Annabelle's with a not up there yeah that, <laughs> that London have you been to London turning up in Annabelle's with a soul patch yeah. 
He should have basically. It shouldn't have been. The point is, he just shouldn't have been allowed. I mean, that's all I'm saying. So well, there we go. That's my nope, take your point. That's my opinion. Take your point. So another thing about um, about the three kids, they they they, they did a very early writing off of uh, Kevin Ball mm-hmm. yeah. before long before uh, long before Matthew Keelan made writing off things a, a thing I know well just maybe so, I just brought it back but they might have been like your contemporaries you might have they might you, know, you might have known them well if you were five around then yeah, maybe maybe it was me and I've forgotten <laughs> <laughs> so it's a nice little a nice little bit about the uh, fitness and conditioning coach uh, and it's Louise Taylor of, of off of the yeah, Guardian, yeah. Um, who's who's a, not a shirted journal. She's probably more of a bloused bloused journal, bloused, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, we have to be all equal now. Um, but she she makes a, a lovely little point about um, the players training with with parachutes at the uh, Charlie Hurley Centre. Yeah. Because um, before we moved to the academy, and saying it was so windy there that the, you know, there could be a case of players being blown away. <laughs> Would that be the most like Sunderland thing ever happened? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> Stephen yeah. Schwartz has been blown. Like, up. Why do you want to go out space? Oh, right, yes. No way. Uh, you know. <laughs> he yeah. so gone Imagine like the, uh, Sky Sports News, like before the game, it would be like Butler hamstring. Like Ray, <laughs> Toe, and Schwartz are blown away after <laughs> yeah. for the game. Blown away. <laughs> Just waiting for the first flight back from Norway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we are. Oh, no. stung by, uh, do it on this mine. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Training, training. Yeah, training in the in the. Yeah, right. he was swimming in the sea and got stung by a man of war jellyfish and was out for about three weeks. Um, so that was a thing that happened. So yeah, it could have happened. You're right. That could have been. I mean, it was Kevin Kyle got there. Kevin Kyle got like a funny injury. Yeah, he burned he? his mm. uh, gentleman's area with some uh, <laughs> hot milk. Boiling. Yeah. Oh, boiling water in which he was uh, warming his uh, child's milk. If you ever, if you came to the live show. Warm if you child's milk with his genitalia. If you came to the live show that we did with um, Kevin Kyle and uh, Stephen Elliott, then. You would have heard them regale the tale because sleeves was involved to an extent as well. Um, so I think he was left holding the baby um, <laughs> while he went to hospital. So yeah, Yikes. Well, that's it, really. Is I mean, it's got this room. Get I'm to the back of the house. I'm actually melting in here. I can't. It's very the, bizarre yeah. sunlight going on there through the window. It's just boiling. You've got like a J.J. Abrams-style kind of lens flare coming right yeah. across the screen. It's like <laughs> pretty arty. Yeah, is, the sun, uh, is the sun just... Is Mars just orbiting the sun, uh, Gareth? Is that why we can... Uh, you can see Venus from the, yeah, from like, the it's window. It's National Space Station. <laughs> <laughs> just in space, though. You can, you can see Venus from uh, the, the window, actually, when, the sun's, when it's dark. Mm. So, that's, so there you go. <laughs> Nice little, nice little space factor. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, I mean, if you've managed to get to the end of this episode of the Wise, I was just like, apologise for it. Really, this is a ref- well, this is not, not a reflection fault. of us. It's a reflection of how bad Premier pressure is. <laughs> we we got to the point where we were looking at it and we we were que- we went openly questioning whether we should do this as an episode. We were kind of. Just a little bit annoyed that it was as bad. It was much more rubbish than we ever thought yeah. it would be. So we've had to be a little bit creative, and we've we've had to kind of go a little bit tangential. Not talk about it. Uh, yeah, and just not talk about the actual subject matter, um, which which is great. And if 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 this has jogged your memory of the episode, and you want to go back and watch it, don't. Yeah, don't. Basically, Do not. That, that that's our that's the golden kind of the takeaway from yeah. this episode is don't go and watch it we've watched it so you don't yeah. have to <laughs> um, absolutely I mean we've watched it and it is it was a mistake um, it was a waste <laughs> it was absolutely. of time it was a waste of 42 minutes of my life um, and yeah. it was so terrible. we thought we'd waste around 45 minutes of yours with this it's probably longer we've actually wasted longer we've, we've gone we've gone over now we're I mean, talking yeah. about an episode 
that could have been an insert into a like a into the Look North. Could have been an insert into edition. into something like late kickoff. Yeah, I mean, Clem could have presented. Clem, it. yeah, yeah. But do you, I don't think Lantardi would have like allowed it on. To be fair, so yeah. I wonder if Lantardi was kind of. I look on the credits. I don't think he, he was on this. No. So no, I didn't you wouldn't put your much. name to it, would you? Let's be honest. No, no, no. As the executive producer no, was Paul Mooney. <laughs> Can we get Paul Love Mooney on the pod one one time? I think Probably. we should. That's Barnsley sorted out. Get him on. No, email him. Yeah. yeah. Um, weather weather at BBC. What? I mean, you, you, you'll be outside looking at his stone. This really is a very much. I mean, the the fact that the pandemic's happened is like completely like distorted all of our content production to the point where there's like no. Usually we'd like do the pods, then there'd be the end of the season, and then we wouldn't do any for like two and a half months, with the exception of the odd one, maybe, if anything happens over the summer, and then we're back into it. Because of the pandemic, there's been like no bookend. No. So maybe what we should no. do is say this is the, the bookend. It's the 10th of August. In a month's time, the season starts on the 12th of September. If anything exciting happens on... In the, in the football area we'll do like the odd one but like we haven't got any pre-season friendlies and we can't go to any we haven't we haven't got any players so you know I mean yeah yeah so prem, Premier Pressures is of, so bad Gareth is retiring from Prog's yeah, podcast retired, <laughs> retired. Closed, closed the podcast yeah. down it's a nice it's a nice think what's quite finish. what's quite telling is that at the start of lockdown and kind of in the early weeks of we were getting lots of lovely messages from people saying, please keep this up. This is keeping me going. I'm listening to this while I go out for my daily exercise. I'm really enjoying it. Keep it up, lads. We've had nothing like that no. in the last month. No, it's just messages saying, can so, you please stop? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get the odd nice message. Um, but, yeah, it's it's... Gareth's, Gareth's right. I think you, oh. can ha- you can have too much of a good well, thing. Well, in the meantime, everyone just subscribe to... From the Terraces podcast, and then you can still have your fill of football nonsense from me and Rory. There's no football happening though. What are you going to, what are you, you're going to well, be down is. the same still world. Champions, Champions League, League. Champions oh, yeah, League still on. I drunkenly subscribed to PD Sports. And then there's got, was knockouts. Well, then there's some internationals now. to come before the season starts yeah. as well. So, and then we'll before then we can preview it, League uh, League One. Well, yeah. Parade. Actually, League One. Yeah, the one well, in anyway. France, 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 French. Oh, the French one. Yeah, you need, you, need, you need to end it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit extra. All yeah. oh, right, you mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, everyone, and I'll see you next season.